that a lot. <laughs> yep. I bet I bet you you've done that like three or four times already this year as a opening to a, one of the shows. <laughs> well, I mean, I do it a lot outside of the show, and sometimes <laughs> it just you know, <laughs> it's just it's just an easy way to start a conversation. <laughs> That's, that's, uh, I think that's one of the downfalls as a internet um, show personality, you know, whatever. That's one of the downfalls of not having a cocaine addiction is that I can't just, you know, I can't be tired and sleep deprived or whatever and be like, okay, what, five minutes to show time? <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> like you know, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a tough life on the straight and narrow. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't have the. I you know, it's not. I'm. I don't have. I don't have the reference point. It's not like I. I was a cocaine addict, and now I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's hard staying yeah. clean. Um, yeah. But just you know, I can see the. I can see the advantages. There was. Um, I remember seeing this video a long time ago of, I think it was Bon Jovi, before going on a show or like out onto stage, there was, um, he's got like some dude that like opens this little briefcase and inside the briefcase, there are just ginseng, like straight ginseng take, shots. Take, take your pick. <laughs> and he just like, like gin, takes ginseng, these shots of say? ginseng. Yeah, like the it's like the one of the natural ingredients in energy drinks, um, and he's, so he's just taking straight ginseng shots. <laughs> Here's a ginger root. Have a have a chew. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, hello and welcome to the Movie Men Podcast. We are the B team. That was a little. That was also a little subdued. It was a little. Curtain. I was. I'm trying to make it informative rather than exciting. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> You know, some things can be both. One of us has to try something new. Uh, that's Carl. <laughs> and over there, somewhere, wherever he is, is Brady. And uh, it's another week, which means there's another week of news uh, and some fun things to talk about. Now, I have been intentionally a little cryptic in the show notes that I sent you. I've noticed that. Um. Just because I th there's especially especially one topic, I think it's going to be kind of a fun surprise for you, and so I, I you know, I just didn't want to, I didn't want you, you to find you out you in an email. Spoil it, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, before so let's we just, dive into that, okay. Oh, right, yeah. You, you want to hear whole, about? Yeah. Do you want? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a choice. Do you want to hear okay. about uh, Coca Cola in the year three thousand or man made meat? <laughs> Uh, well, first of all, I'm glad that those are separate topics, <laughs> not one and the same. Um, <laughs> new fake meat by Coke. Um, uh, well, let's bring people up to speed on what the hell we're talking about. So, Carl, <laughs> in the last, this will be the third week doing it, um, and I'm having a blast with this, has decided, you know what, let's start the new shows with me updating you on one of the plethora of... Um, articles that pops up in Carl's news feed that is basically just talking about fun, techie, geeky kind of shit. Stuff that, that you know, 
he'd love an outlet to talk about, and it doesn't quite fit into movie news, but it, also... It fits in that it's geeky and nerdy, and most of what we talk about is geeky and nerdy. Geeky and nerdy. Um, ah, jeez, man-made meat or Coke in the year. Well, okay. Sitting right beside me, currently, I have a Coke Zero in a Coke Olympics movie theater big plastic cup. So I think I should go with Coke. I'm oh, okay. very curious about man-made meat, but <laughs> <laughs> and every time I say it, it sounds dirtier, and I don't know why. Um, but uh, right. yeah, I'll let's you, go I'll Coke you, okay. in the year three thousand. Uh, we'll, we'll stick with the Coke, but just to kind of like, I'll give you the cl- the 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 headline title of the okay. three D printed one, just to kind of if you're if you're interested out there, you can oh, Google wait. it. 3D printed meat? Yes. The world's first 3D printed vegan salmon is now available in supermarkets. It's a pretty interesting thing. I have salmon. Yeah, it's weird. I have my own issues with that, and it's interesting. But anyway, you chose (laughs) Coca-Cola. Yeah, let's go with Coke. All right. So uh, are you familiar that Coca-Cola has got like this? limited edition run line that they make like weird flavors and stuff i am and i think i've tried them all i don't go to them as like you know like oh i'm gonna drink this for a while now but anytime a new one i think the most recent one um was like xp flavored or something and i was like well i i'm always looking to level up and so so i creations limited edition flavor drops yeah and most of them are super gross but yeah, yeah. So they are, they have a new one coming out mm-hmm. uh, that is supposedly what Coca Cola will taste like in the year three thousand. <laughs> oh boy, I'm all over this. The real interesting here thing here is they use something which we've talked about fairly a fair bit recently on the show. In, Man made meat in, term, in terms. Of- <laughs> <laughs> in terms of, of, of uh, uh, the movie movie news uh, is mm-hmm. that they used AI to help no, no. make this drink along with its um, uh, its its ad. Why <laughs> three thousand limited edition co- future flavored? Yeah, <clears throat> so. So the brand used human insights to gauge what people would imagine the drink from the future would taste like, and then recruited AI to help with additional flavor notes and the product packaging and design. Right, because I guess it's like a like there would be a natural progression. Like if you went and you tasted Coke from a hundred years ago or whenever Coke came out, and it's probably close to a hundred years ago, if not more, um, then like it would taste probably vastly different than it does today. So it's yeah, yeah reasonable to assume that it's going to taste dis- different moving forward. Yeah. So Coke posted uh, the the ad for it on their X, formerly Twitter, with the caption, "The first ever Coke created by AI is here," and this is this is the line that gets me. This is the part of this that gets me. Taste the bright, 
fruity taste of Coca-Cola. Why <laughs> 3000? Fruity. fruity. <laughs> I mean, there's cherry Coke, which I guess is fruity. Kind of, I suppose. <laughs> I'm but, on their uh, site now. I scanned some QR code. Do you need and a now, link to the ad? The ad, there's nothing special about the ad itself. It's just kind of like generic, like bubbly looking Coke that turns into like purple bubbles in a can. And yeah. Um, yeah. But the one thing that I think is really funny about this is that so AI, from what I understand from this article, the AI created the ad as well as kind of some of the flavor profile of this drink. But the bottom of the can. I don't I don't know if this was put there by the marketing people or if the the AI did this. I like to think the AI did this, but on the bottom of the can it reads co-created with AI. <laughs> so I I feel like AI like it got smart enough like I need recognition. <laughs> oh no. Signed its name. <laughs> so this is this is Skynet Coke is basically. <laughs> that's that's I this is un- unconfirmed, that's unsubstantiated, but that's what I like to think. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, AI is being used everywhere for everything. Oh, weird. Including making your soft drinks. <laughs> so, they have this, I scanned this QR code on their website. It's like some future QR code. And basically... a it it's just a it's just an ai photo generator so you can like take a picture of what's in front of you like if you're outdoors or whatever you take a picture of the trees or the street and then like a couple minutes later it it spits out a spits out a ai generated image of what they think it will now look like so hmm yeah. <laughs> what the, what that spot in the world will look like in the future. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's just tacky. Weird. But uh yeah, so I mean this this is not the end of the story because when when this image drop or when this product actually drops um basically what I'm doing right now is I'm tasking both of us to keep an eye out for the can, whether it be at like a convenience store or the the <laughs> freezer fridge, of the I feel like you the have only to place each. I'm gonna find it in my area is if I go online and buy it. <laughs> no, sometimes it, it, where I keep finding the new cokes are in the I mean most like Circle K's or whatever will have them, but also the drink cooler at the checkout of like Walmart sometimes. Mm. Has stuff like this. Anyways, I'm I'm tasking us both with finding a can, but okay. not drinking it until we're on mic. We'll, we'll <laughs> okay. do it live on the show. We'll taste it, and we'll we'll give our own review of whether or not yeah. Coke Sounds in good. the future is going to be a good thing or not. I will I will keep my eye out. All right. Is it available now? I didn't. Uh, I didn't the article kind of set talked like it was, but I already closed my tab. As fighting fans to imagine, blah 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 blah. We hope it'll be ready. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it's. Do to do to do release date. 
Uh, it doesn't really. I think just sort of like as it rolls out. I think they're probably shipping it now, but it's going to take some time for yeah it to start appearing on Limited time. on all the shelves. Zero uh, it won't come sports. to Canada until September 26th. Sep- when? September 26th so is when week. it'll be in Canada. Next next so. Tuesday mm-hmm. from this date of recording. Yep. Yep. So, okay, let's dive into our actual news for today. I, and I honestly don't know if any of it will be as interesting as man-made meat or or 3,000 Coke yet, but uh, but we're going to try. Um, the first trailer has arrived for Aquaman 2. Ooh, it's about damn time. <laughs> and, and was that a reference to the Lizzo song? Uh, I don't need, well, who's Liz, Liz what? Lizard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're not. Yeah, I should have known when I said that. You'd be like, "What?" Uh, if I played it for you, you'd know. It's like I, on the radio. I, and stuff, I've but, heard of her. I'm yeah. goofing. I, I don't um, know any of her music. Of um, of. So I watched the trailer, as did I, and I want to say a couple of things. Number one, the iceberg right at the beginning with DC, and it looked amazing. It, it actually it does. the visuals in this trailer look great. Yeah. Um the movie itself looks good. Yeah, like it looks at the very fun least. and interesting and and feels like it's got a lot of that lightning in the bottle that the first Aquaman movie had. Um so that's thing number 1 is I think the trailer looks good. Thing number 2 is this film's not going to do well. It's not. It's going to be a flop. And the reason it's going to be a flop is because every DC film for the last five, six years has been a financial flop. And people have given up on... People have checked out. People are done with the DC universe because it it doesn't... Like, this is, this is the last film in a long line of films that don't really mean anything anymore. Yeah, I heard... Yeah, I heard... Uh, I was listening to a youtube show talking about how kind of going into this about how um the hiring of james gunn it it has just as much to do with why some of these movies are failing just as, as much as the movies themselves because james gunn being hired and then immediately saying everything's scrapped now now we're looking at these these movies are coming us like why do I want to invest in something that's going to yeah. mean nothing tomorrow? Well, and furthermore, and I've said this, I believe wholeheartedly that Superman Legacy will not do well financially. But 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 that it doesn't need to do well financially. What it, it needs the, to it, do it, 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 is just yeah. be not good, not great, but an excellent Superman movie. Yeah, I think it has the potential to to do well because it keeps being like James Gunn himself is saying like this is the one that kicks off my universe. Yeah, like because so maybe there'll be comes, enough interest. Like, yeah, even though he's talked about like been so vague about some of this stuff is still going to be canon in his universe or whatever. That one 
definitely will be right. Like mm-hmm. that is, he's calling that the kickoff. So that's, that's, the that's start. the beginning yeah. of the game for him. Cinematically anyways. Cause I think, isn't there, there's at least one or two shows that are kicking off before that. Oh, I don't know the timelines of the shows. There's like an, an the, the, the I think the first movie. thing we're getting is that animated one, um, sort of like a kind of like a Suicide Squad team up. Oh, right. It's got that like weird, Weasel and stuff yeah. in it. Um, right. But anyways, and the third thing about this trailer is, listen, I'm not saying that there's zero interest in this film. I think there is interest. I think there's actually <laughs> quite a bit of interest. Um, yeah. But I think the interest is for all the wrong reasons. I don't think, I don't think, I think there's a lot of people out there who are interested in this film, not because it's the next Aquaman, not because it's a DC film, not because, you know, they really loved the first one, but because Amber Heard is in this. And that was a big debate for a very long time. Is Amber Heard even going to appear in it? There was rumors that because they were doing a bunch of reshoots, it was rumors that they were replacing Amber Heard's character with like a CGI dolphin or stuff. Like, I don't know. There was all (laughs) kinds of weird theories going around. Um, She is in this trailer in a blink and you miss it (laughs) blink and you miss it kind of way. Um, But so clearly she's in the film. They're also clearly, I'm surprised she appears in the trailer at all. Uh, well, actually, maybe not. I'm not surprised that she's not in it much because I think much like what they did with Ezra Miller, when the Flash movie was doing its marketing, yes, obviously you have to show Ezra because he's the Flash, but a lot of the posters that were coming out, a lot of the images that we were seeing either weren't of him or were of him at a distance from behind with the shadow cast on. Like, they weren't making him the center point of the marketing. And yeah. not that not that Amber Heard's character should be the center point of the marketing anyways, but I think it makes sense that you kind of don't have your trailer packed full of Amber Heard because it's a little bit of a weird topic, but it does actually make sense to me that she would appear in this trailer, even if just for a brief second, simply to just finally put the rumors to bed, to put the speculation that is she in it? Is she not in it? What's happening? All these crazy fan theories that are going around. This is probably DC's way of saying, look, she's in it. Okay. You know what? She's in it. Shut up. (laughs) But, she probably doesn't have a massive role in it. She doesn't need to have a massive role. Well, in her it. role's probably been cut substantially, I bet. Yeah. I have a question for you though, like a fan theory question. Cause sure. it was the one thing I was I could not stop thinking while watching this trailer. We get to see in this trailer the a very OG retro looking comic accurate Aquaman suit. Like the green gloves and the the goldy orange. It's, it's it's what he got at the end of the last movie. Yes, yeah, but we see, we see the real uniform. Aquaman uniform, and we see that 
it's like, you know, he's living on land and, and he's doing his laundry, right? We see an image where Aquaman's got to do laundry, Changing right? diapers. <laughs> Here's a question, though. Why, why is it hanging up to dry? Why would, why, why would you need to dry it? Because it's his, his land clothing. He doesn't want to no, walk around soaking wet on land. That's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah. When you're on land, know. you want to be dry. When you're in the water, you want to be wet. Yeah. I don't know. You really think he's wearing that thing much on land? Just hanging out? That the gold armor? Oh, you! Oh, the gold armor is hanging. The, up the to dry. Aquaman yeah, suit good, is hanging yeah. up to dry. <laughs> Why are you drying that out? Does, does that it really need matter? To be cleaned in the first place. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's like a mildew kind of. You know, maybe, maybe you I don't, don't want like. I don't maybe it's know. get like maybe like the bottom of ships. It, it gets algae built up on it over time. Maybe. Maybe. Anyways, I listen, I think the trailer looks great. I'm actually oh, yeah. kind of more interested in this film than I was before. Um, what are your thoughts, though? You watch the trailer. Um, yeah. Does this oh, yeah. elevate your excitement level? Yeah. Elevates. I, I just kind of like got it up here on YouTube, kind of scrolling through it as we talk. Uh, and there's a few just kind of and I'm picking out a few things I missed. I saw the Amber Heard thing. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but like shortly after the Amber Heard thing, there's like another blink and you miss it thing. That's like kind of like a, a goofy Aquaman tropey thing that, that, that they're doing in the movie. He's, he's riding like a seahorse. He's got thing. a seahorse. Yeah, yeah. 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 We saw a little it, bit of that. It, it I looks think Patrick, cool. <laughs> Patrick Wilson did that in the first one, didn't he? Oh, Maybe. I don't remember. Or in but, the. Or or in the the extended or in the Snyder cut of Justice League or something, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't remember the first one very much. Neither do I for some I reason. And everyone's everyone's always talking about like, oh, that first Aquaman yeah. movie because the first yeah, Aquaman I, movie was like very financially successful. Yeah. Very. What I remember of the first one it was it was pretty much him claiming his claiming the throne and to do so having to find the trident and the armor. Yeah, Aquaman one made one point one four billion with a B. Um. Yeah, I think um, bringing black back Black Manta is as a is fun. He's kind of. The big nemesis. You're you're not you weren't too keen on that. We were talking about. I I, yeah, I just I don't know. It just kind of like uh, oh him again. The same feeling. Yeah. Hmm. They um they I don't know a lot of comic book um Aquaman lore, but the the dark trident storyline they're pitching in this trailer seems cool. Yeah, I'm just seeing like who yeah. like. I don't know. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway. th this to me, to me, this would have been, this would have been an opportunity to bring in a different villain, like someone <clears throat> like ocean master or yeah. uh siren or, I mean, even you could bring back cause we saw him in, uh, we saw him in James Gunn's suicide squad. This would be a great, great movie to bring King well, shark into. Yeah, or someone related to King Shark. 
Well, yep. Ocean Master is Patrick Wilson. Yes, but it'd be nice to see him in a villain role because in the comics he is often a supervillain or well, a villain. He's, he's more of the antagonist than Black Manta is in the first one. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, he 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 get um uses Black Manta as kind of like a sub-villain to help with his plot. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, whatever. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> take note. He said he's wrong. The star star yeah, that'll be that'll be people's voicemails. One for Carl. Um Taika Waititi. A director that I adore. I know you're a fan of some of his stuff. You're not as diehard uh, Taika as yeah. I am. I, I I just don't like. I think he mishandled the last Thor movie. Other than that, I think he's he's done really oh, well. Yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder, notwithstanding, I think he's an amazing. And you know what? We we've said this before. Everybody is a bad day at the office. Right, like even Steven Spielberg, you can go through, and there's a couple Steven Spielberg duds in there. A couple things that like mm-hmm. didn't pan out for Steven. <clears throat> so, and I, I don't think anyone's contesting the fact that Steven Spielberg is probably the, the greatest <clears throat> living director of all time. So, rumors, not rumors. It was announced three years ago. That Taika Waititi, actually, I think the proper pronunciation of it is Taika Waititi. Uh, It's a New Zealand name. Um, Was going to do Star Wars. We're getting a Star Wars movie. And I couldn't have been more excited because Hunt for the Wilder People, amazing movie. I like Thor Ragnarok. Some people don't. I really think maybe Taika's greatest film, if you have not seen Jojo Rabbit, do yourself a favor and watch Jojo Rabbit. So good. So good. Has Scarlett Johansson in it. Uh, Thomas and McKenzie, who is like my favorite new young up-and-coming actress. Um, Sam Rockwell's in it. Stephen Merchant's in it. Rebel Wilson's in it. It's just, it's, it's such a good so it does such a good job of handling sensitive topic like the Nazis and the Nazis' um, opinion of and approach to Jewish people, and um, and and finds a way to make to add some levity to a touchy subject, and it's it's just so good. Um, anyways, I was overjoyed. I was overjoyed that we're going to get a Taika Star Wars film. That was announced three years ago. And then there's a little bit of of radio silence for a long time. What's happening? What's happening? Well. Backburnered. My man Taika was recently very, very, very close to where I live. Uh, He was at the Toronto International Film Festival. And he was doing a little bit of an introduction for Sean Levy, 
Now, Sean Levy, what is the, there's, what's the specific one that Sean's doing? Isn't it Levy? I always thought it was Levy. I mean, I think you can pronounce it either way. Isn't it Coral instead of Carl? I mean. I've never heard that before, ever. Oh, well, well. (laughs) Um, Sean is doing, see, now I won't even say his last name, um, (laughs) is attached to a upcoming Star Wars project, or did a Star Wars project? What's Sean's connection to Star Wars? Anyways, has some connection to Star Wars. Um, God, I wish I... I should know this. Anyways, um, and Taika said, um, jokes about, he's making a joke about their Star Wars movies. Um, And Taika says, unlike me, let's hope he manages to finish a script for that. Which means, we're three years now, from the introduction or from the announcement that Tyke is doing a Star Wars film, and it has now just recently been confirmed that the movie's still not written. Yeah, um, Sean Levy in twenty in November twenty twenty two, it was it uh, was announced that he was in talks to come on board and develop a Star Wars film. Right. Develop, yeah, because there was the whole they all develop, stood up to and, direct a Star Wars film. Yeah, can't remember which <laughs> but one. Doesn't give any the because uh, there was the the three different right. Yeah. Like we're getting one that's like we're getting one that is a new Ray film. We're getting one that is like an origins of discover of the early, first Jedi discovering how to wield and use the Force, and then some other one like a High Republic one or something. Maybe I don't know. Anyways. Um. Yeah, this thing's still not written, and I have been holding out hope for a very long time. I have been drinking the Kool Aid. I have believed that this was still coming, and I think I'm done. I think I'm giving up. Yeah. No, like I I still want it. I still want it, but I I think I've given up hope. I think I no longer believe that we're actually going to see a Taika Waititi Star Wars film. Whatever it is. And that crushes me. I I don't think, yeah, we might not see whatever it is he was working on, but he, like, he has, he did direct a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. He voiced the IG-88. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't IG-88. It was IG something other number in, in The Mandalorian. <clears throat> so he's he's been involved with Disney Star Wars. IG-11, I think? Yeah, something. I don't know. Um, so he's been involved with Disney Star Wars, uh, more notably under The Mandalorian stuff, which is more <laughs> what, um, oh man, names and me. Uh, John Favreau, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Dave Filoni are a part of. Them. Um, <laughs> I got so you. So, kind of, if 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 you're a believer that Disney Star Wars has been has a has a split into has been split into two camps, then 
seems like he's on the, that side than he, more than he is on the Kathleen Kennedy side, who I think is still rumored to be on the way out. Is she not? She is. <clears throat> she is actually for sure on the way out. Um, yeah, we just so. don't have a we just don't have a, a confirmed date for when that yeah. transition is happening. Yeah. So it'll probably happen when it, all the projects that she's attached to are probably gone, done, mm-hmm. out. Which, I mean, a lot of these projects, like Taika Waititi's film, even though it seems like he's kind of in camp two, then camp one, or like in her camp, she's she's still involved, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, <clears throat> a lot of that stuff's been backburnered and for a long time, and it probably will stay there and well, never see the light of day. <laughs> I saw this thing the other day that someone was asking online they were like why in blue blazes is kathleen kennedy still there like yeah. why what 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 is the hold up the tr- why the are train we is off the tracks and crashing into buildings why is she still driving <laughs> and and so i and there was a response given that is a really interesting response. And it's going to be probably unpopular. Um, but I'm, but I'm going to lay this out anyways. And that is, let's here, let's pull up these numbers. Um, so, so, Kathleen Kennedy, <clears throat> since starting, since since being, uh, you know, appointed head of Star Wars, who she is, has these are not the numbers I'm these are not the numbers I'm looking for. Uh, uh, okay, um, no, it's not the numbers I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> just just uh, guess at the numbers and keep going. <laughs> just use platitudes okay. like a whole okay. lot and a whole okay, lot. Okay, I, I, I got it. I got it. Okay, so since she's taken over, the films that have come out under her, her guise has been Star Wars The Force Awakens. Made $2 billion. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, made a billion dollars. Star Wars The Last Jedi made $1.3 billion. Solo only made $393 million. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker made a billion dollars. And so how many is that? One, two, three, four, five. Go through four the trilogy a- again in order and just the money. I want to write it down so I can just see the, it in front of me. Just the, just the trilogy, or yeah. you want the skip, spin-off skip films as well? <laughs> well, the, just, what a, well, that you've said so far, you've only said the trilogy and Solo. Well, and, yeah, I, and Rogue One. Oh, did you say Rogue One? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Give, give, yeah. So say the Force Awakens, again. Force Awakens made $2.06 billion. Okay. Rogue One made $1.05 billion. 1.05? Yeah. 
Star Wars The Last Jedi made $1.33 billion. Okay. Solo was a financial flop. But The Rise of Skywalker made $1.07 billion. And 1. so what that means... Yeah. Okay. And so what that means is that four out of the five Star Wars films that have come out under the direction of Kathleen Kennedy have made are, are billion dollar films. Prior to Kathleen Kennedy taking over, the only billion dollar film, the only film to even make north of 850 million was The Phantom Menace. And that was because people had been waiting so long and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which also explains why The Force Awakens is so much higher than the others because people had been waiting. So four out of five. Four out of five. Okay. That's, yep. a, that's, an, that's an 80% billion dollar batting average. Which, if you, if you really want to break things down and compare apples to apples here... That's a better billion dollar average by a long shot than Kevin Feige. Like not even taking into account recent Marvel, just Marvel as a whole. Right. That is a better billion dollar turnout per per number of films being made than Kevin Feige. And so uh, and that's just playing devil's advocate. And I'm not saying that Kathleen Kennedy shouldn't go. I'm not saying, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, <laughs> when people are like, hey, why is Kathleen Kennedy still here? Why has she been here so long? Well, the answer is, yeah, you know what? There's been some issues in terms of films being announced and not getting made and problems with directors and problems with this and that and the other thing. But of the films that do get made that Kathleen Kennedy is the executive producer and, and studio head for, most of them are making a billion dollars, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, But you could easily play devil's advocate back on, like you're playing devil's advocate with talking about this, but like you play devil's advocate back on that saying like, well, yeah, it's Star Wars, <laughs> right? Like, you could have put well, a worse yeah, producer in charge and they still would have made billions of dollars making these films. Yeah, but it's Marvel. <laughs> but right? Like, I would I, I would say that Star Wars has got a far reach a bigger reach of an audience, a bigger uh influential circle in terms of an audience than Marvel does. Maybe, I don't know. A def- I don't know, definitely. it could be it, it worldwide, well, I don't know. Definitely. I don't know. Yeah. I would say I don't know. Star Wars definitely but, has got a bigger impact than Marvel does. But um, yeah, either way, it, and again, I'm not defending Kathleen Kennedy. I'm not defending that she no. should be there. Yeah. I've said before, and I stand by this, I I don't think she makes a great studio head. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, again, probably the greatest filmmaker of all time, has said very publicly on more than one occasion that Kathleen Kennedy is the world's greatest producer. She is the greatest producer that has ever lived. And I don't know that I disagree. 
Because again, if you're simply going through the films that Kathleen Kennedy has been a producer on, Poltergeist, E.T., Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Gremlins, Fandango, The Goonies, Back to the Future, Young Sherlock Holmes, The Money Pit, An American Tale, Empire of the Sun, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Land Before Time, Back to the Future Part 2, Back to the Future Part 3, Arachnophobia, Hook, uh, I'm skipping a bunch here. Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, The Indian in the Cupboard, Twister, The Sixth Sense, Artificial Intelligence, Signs, Seabiscuit, War of the Worlds, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Right. We ignore <clears throat> we ignore the Last Airbender, War Horse, Lincoln. <laughs> right, like. She, I, I don't, I don't turn my nose up when Steven Spielberg says Kathleen Kennedy is the greatest producer right. in Hollywood. But there's a big difference between being a producer yeah. and being a studio head. Yeah, and we, she's got like that's a, a laundry list of amazing accomplishments for sure. Like you can't, I can't argue with that. No, I mean, and so I just want to see I, Kathleen I Kennedy go back to what she's you can't great argue at. Argue with 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 that. So yeah. I wonder if like this sort of downfall of Kathleen Kennedy is kind of similar to like uh, a, a kind of could be paralleled with some of what we've seen from actually even within Disney uh, with with some of the Marvel films, right? Like Taika Waititi took uh, Thor and the Hulk to a whole new amazing place with yep. Ragnarok. That film was great. But then all of a sudden he's got free reign to write and direct whatever he wants and he makes a pile of garbage. Right? So yeah. maybe this is this is a maybe this is a kind of similar case of too much freedom goes to the head of the of the individual and they make a bunch of stupid decisions. Because the, there's there's no checks or balances in place. Well, Where as a producer, she still has a boss. She has to answer. Like there's still somebody above her in terms of the project that she answers yeah. to. I th and I think uh, well, Where and I think it's also role, she doesn't answer to anybody. Everybody answers to her. Yeah, I think it's also very similar to um, to basically saying like, hey, you know, um, so and so is a really great musician they spend all their time in the studio they play guitar they sing they like they just platinum records after platinum records mm. um and so we stuck them behind a we stuck stuck them behind a, a a mixing board and and made them the head producer at our studio yeah and, and then they, they were terrible at it because that's not what they're good at Right. And, and you can be really great at one thing. Right. Some some directors don't make good writers. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's the greatest. You know, Steven Spielberg, he's a mate. We should get Steven Spielberg to write this. Now, Steven Spielberg is also, has also written some incredible films, but not all of those, you know, within one industry, everyone's got something that they're really great at. Sometimes there's a couple things they're really great at. But that doesn't mean that they're going to nail every role. 
Yeah. So ultimately, I just want to see Kathleen Kennedy. Like, I, I want Kathleen Kennedy out of her position and someone new in place. And some of that has to do with so that we can get Star Wars back on track. But I'll be honest, a larger part of me is I just want Kathleen Kennedy back in the role that she's better than anyone else at. Yeah. Right? She's just being misused right now. Right? It's just a total misuse of amazing talent. And and <sighs> she should get back to what she's great at. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know if how much you follow the UFC. But... Zero. Uh, zero. The guy who runs it, his name's Dana Carvey. One of the biggest fighters to come up through it. <laughs> in the like, last decade is his name is Connor McGregor. Like Dana Carvey is in like Garth. No, <laughs> no, his name is, Oh, sorry. Dana white. Okay. Dana I was going to say you. like, sorry, like Dana white. What? Like the yeah. master of disguise. No, no. <laughs> sorry. That's my bad. Um, sleep into the tongue. Like the turtle um, club. <laughs> turtle turtles. Um, no. So Dana, like, Conor McGregor had this like skyrocket trajectory where he's just like beating everybody. And in the last five or 10, five or so years, he's kind of, he's been losing and he's just doesn't seem to have the same drive. And Dana made a comment uh, recently. I can't remember where I seen it, but it was really interesting. He's talking about like the quote is something to the effect of um, uh, when some, when you don't have, the power or, or money you've got to dig and you've got to fight and you got to scrap for every inch you can get. But then once you get, once you're on top, once you're, you get the money, you don't have to, and, and you lose that drive. So mm. I, it's that, that it's kind of, this feels kind of, you know, the way we're, we've kind of talked about the kind of bringing it back to this, Disney Star Wars conversation that it does kind of seem like that to me. Like, right. She, she's worked so hard, crushing it, crushing it, working, working. And now she's on top and that drive and that passion to just make good stuff. is dwindling to like dwindle and she's in the wrong spot. And, you know, like there's obvious, there's probably hundreds of different factors here that like, we don't even know about, but it seems something like that. I just looked up Dana White. Yeah. This is scary looking mofo. Like I wouldn't want to mess with him in a dark alley. There's not enough. And I mean this sincerely. There is not enough money in the world to make me date this guy's sister. Like I, (laughs) you know, Like I just is not. Yeah. I don't want that guy at Christmas. Like I just is no. All right, moving on. <laughs> Loki season two is right around the corner, and I'm getting excited. Um, not only to watch Loki, not not only to see Tom Hiddleston as Loki again, but to maybe get a little bit of a glimpse and understanding of like, okay, well, what's going on with Kang and. Yeah. 
what how how are we going to navigate this and maybe make a little more sense of of how the TVA and how those timelines like the what do they call them not incursions but the like the timeline splinters and how deviants and how all of this stuff plays into the other aspects of the multiverse that have been explained to us with the MCU that currently maybe feel like they contradict each other a little bit. We don't, I don't know, but I'm, I'm hoping Loki two is going to be packed full of not only humor and, and, and fun story and whatever, but also some answers. And I'm excited to, to review it with you and sit down and talk about it all and bash our heads off the wall when none of it makes sense. <laughs> but the other thing I'm excited for is what seems to be not just a fluke now, but a really, really, really smart move on the part of Disney+. Plus. And I don't say that very often when it comes to Disney Plus TV shows that that they've done something really, really smart here. So this is, you know, write this down on your calendar. It's a big day. Ahsoka, which we're reviewing right now, has has broken the mold a little bit in that up until now, Disney Plus shows were dropping at midnight. Midnight Pacific Coast time, like Uh. 3 a.m. for us. Here, like New York, Toronto time. Right. And that was causing some annoyance (laughs) for a lot of people because it meant, now there were several occasions, less so more recently, but but in the past there were several times where I was like, I got to stay up. The new episode's dropping tonight. The new episode of WandaVision's coming out tonight. I got to stay up. I find out what the hell's going on. Um... But it also was, for those who didn't stay up, then the next day you had half the population had seen it, half the population hadn't seen it. You have to avoid the water cooler. You have to avoid people, right? And it, it eliminated the ability for Disney Plus shows to be event watching shows shows where everywhere you'd have some friends over to watch the new episode you do what it because it's like in the middle of the night when this thing drops and for a while this was done very intentionally because for a while when these new shows would drop uh, the disney plus servers were going down and the whole like because so there was so much server traffic that the system just couldn't handle it. Well, it seems like they've gotten all that stuff sorted out now because Soka has been dropping on prime time. New episodes have been coming out 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time or like 9 o'clock New York Toronto Time, which is great. That's watchable. We can plan around that. We can be like, I with the second this thing turns... turns to nine o'clock, I'm going to load it up. I got the popcorn ready to go. I got the nachos. I got, like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Well, Loki season two, which was originally set to come out on uh, October 6th, has changed its release date 
to October 5th, the day before. It was supposed to come out October 6th at midnight. It's now coming out October 5th at the same time that Ahsoka's been dropping. And this, hey. to me, is is just genius. It's super smart. It it Again, like I said, it's allowing these new episodes, especially with something like Loki, where there's going to be, you know, like with Ahsoka, yeah, you're excited for the next episode. A show like Loki really has the potential to leave you on this big cliffhanger and have a mystery and answers needing to be delivered throughout the whole season. And so the speculation and the water cooler talk of like, well, what do you think this means? And oh, blah, blah, blah. And I have a theory. I think I know who that is and so on and so forth. I think is much higher for a show like Loki than it is Ahsoka. And this will be perfect because now the next day at work, we've all seen it. Makes life much easier. So I'm excited for this. I think this is I think this is a brilliant, brilliant move. Um, Carl, will Loki coming out at six or not for us nine o'clock at night instead of three in the morning? Will that change or affect your viewing habits? Will you now watch it on the Tuesday night or try to watch it? on the Tuesday night when it comes out versus, oh, yeah, it came out last night. I'm going to try to watch it today. I may have to watch it tomorrow type of thing. How, how, do, how if at all, does this affect you? Yeah, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> no? I, I, uh, my wife was pretty adamant that I not watch um, any of the Marvel or Star Wars shows that like she was kind of trying to keep pace with me. But... Right, oh, man. It was sometime after WandaVision. It might have been after Loki or during Loki, where she's just like, "It's too much. It's too much stuff." Because there, like, there was movies in between. <laughs> she wanted to watch the movies with me too, and she's just like, "No, you just go ahead and watch it. I don't care." Yeah. She's <laughs> like, "You do you. I'm giving so, up." So yeah, I usually have to find. There's not a lot of with my schedule. I don't have a whole lot of solo screen time right like usually when i get done work it's hanging out with the kids and then yeah um we'll watch tv together or whatever or if i work in the evenings at the, the youth center then when i get home we'll watch something when i get home so i don't have a lot of i gotta find little spots to carve out solo tv time to watch this stuff right. and it, so it, and that never lands on the actual day of release usually right. it's a day or two after or yeah week. yeah which Sometimes. is one of the reasons so, why our episodes are always a week late yeah where they come out the following week because yeah it's, it's just too so it, it's a too sticky. i mean yay good for them like <laughs> why didn't you do it sooner it's stupid <laughs> Yeah, but well, I think uh, at first it was the server issue, but I imagine yeah. that was fixed a while ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's obviously <laughs> a good idea. It should have been yeah. done sooner. Why do we do it like this? I don't know. We've always done it like this. <laughs> well, what if we do it different? But why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, moving on to the topic that I was intentionally cryptic about. 
in the show notes. The one that I did not want to spoil for you. Maybe right. you've already and, seen it. And I'm wondering why it's like four. You could have done a really cool segue from from the uh, Watiti article to this one because it's the same. Watiti talked about Sam Sean Levy and he's he's the director of this topic. Oh yeah, I get, yeah. That would I have guess. been a fun segue. Yeah. Short sighted on your part. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we keep talking about the endless rumors yeah. of people who are going to pop up in Deadpool. It's just it's crazy. <laughs> crazy at this point. Cyclops, yeah. Jean Grey, Storm, Magneto, Charles. Like the list goes on and on and on. It's, yeah, it's massive. <laughs> Now, there is a rumor that has been neither confirmed nor um, declined, denied, denied by the person who this rumor is about. But there's some there's some major trades that are reporting this, and so it this one maybe holds a little bit of weight. And that rumor is that at some point in Deadpool three. We are going to see Carl Urban show up. An actor who Carl, our Carl, is a big fan of. He played Judge Dredd in the Judge Dredd remake. He, he's amazing in the show The Boys. He Who's was he in play? Lord of the Rings. Now, okay, so there's two theories. The the theory that's attached to the rumor the most seems to be that he will be playing an evil Deadpool variant. Okay. The other theory, the theory that I like more, is that Carl Urban will actually be showing up as a different universes or a variant of Wolverine. Hmm. And there's some sick fan art out there. Of Carl Urban as Wolverine. Now, the reason why I like that version better is because I like my theory for a little while now has been that the villain because we still we don't know who the hell the villain is for Deadpool three, <laughs> and I think that it's going to be an evil Deadpool variant. We're dealing with the multiverse here, right? And I really want. <clears throat> Not only because it'd be funny, but because it would be almost cathartic for Ryan Reynolds. And and just, you could do some really cool things with this. I want the evil variant that they fight to be the Deadpool from X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> right? But he doesn't Right? Talk. Well, whatever. It doesn't need to talk. Maybe cut the stitches open in his mouth. Cut the yeah, whatever. Um, so, oh, but he's uh, dead. I, well, yeah, but his his timeline's a multiverse, and and <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But I, yeah, this. Either way, it sounds like Carl Urban may show up in Deadpool three. Um, I, I mean, Car- Carl Urban's a great talent. I think yeah. he's fantastic, and and we've said it before. I'll say it again. Adding talent to your project is always a good thing. 
Always. At this point, at this point, the rumors are that all of Hollywood's top talent are in this film. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think I'm in Deadpool three. Like, I don't. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. I can't confirm or deny. I mean, they haven't <laughs> called me yet, but uh, yeah. that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so, listen. Uh, I'm excited for the idea of this. I think it'd be fun to see him as a Wolverine variant. Um, and then a lot of people were speculating, well, is Carl Urban going to be the new Wolverine, like the MCU's Wolverine? I don't think so, because Carl Urban is only like a couple of years, like two or three years younger than Hugh Jackman. Carl Urban's getting up there. He's an older guy. He's in his 50s. And so if the MCU is looking to cast a younger Wolverine so that they can have a Wolverine for years to come, I don't think Carl Urban is the way you go. However, if they John Krasinski'd him, right? And was just like, okay, like, you know, here. Let's, yeah, let's throw it in. It's a multiverse thing. He's going to be a variant. It doesn't really matter. I think it could be fun. I think it could be fun to see that. Um, but... Yeah, I actually, so I was, for a long time, uh, we were talking about how I thought, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Pretty boy with all the muscles. Um, Hugh Jackman. Zach Efron. <laughs> how I thought Zach, Zach Efron would make a good new Wolverine. Right. Um, there's some pictures out there of, and he's, the, he's pretty much the right height. There are some pictures out there of a super ripped and then some people have like fan arted it to make it, you know, a little more applicable. There are some images out there of Daniel Radcliffe, like uh, Harry Potter. I've heard this. Yeah. I've seen those as yeah. Wolverine. And yeah. you know what? Yeah. If you had just said it. to me, yeah, it. if you, if you had just said to me, Daniel Radcliffe is Wolverine, I would have, I would have laughed you out of the broom. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, okay. You're a you're a mutant, Harry. Like, no, it wouldn't it not even not even a chance. Until I saw these images of him and what he looks like right now. Yeah, I buy it. Mm. I'd be okay with that. I think that'd be Daniel Radcliffe is a massive star. And and I feel like the MCU is always kind of looking for avenues to, okay, how do we how do we introduce the next massive star out there into the MCU, right? Who, what other big name do we get in here next and make them a, a common stay in the MCU? This would be a great way to do it. This would be a great way to do it. And you know, you know, the other thing it would do, it would finally get Daniel Radcliffe out of the shadow of Harry Potter. Cause right now yeah. you look at him in anything put, put and you still just think, shadow. yeah, you'd well, yeah. But right now you look at him in anything and he, although he's much older, he's got a beard, he's got whatever, you still just think, oh, it's Harry Potter. I would agree with that with the exception of, uh, what was that film called? Uh, I think it's Swiss Army Man. Yeah. Where he's a dead guy. But not everyone's seen him. Like you still don't. That, like, but no, it's like, not in, known I'm just as, saying like in that film, I don't see Harry Potter. I see a corpse. Oh, sure. You see a corpse. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just a dead Harry Potter. Um, you know. But yeah, uh, so Carl Urban, what are your thoughts on Carl, Carl Urban showing up? And if he does show up, who would you want him to play? Yeah, I I, I think Carl Urban's great. Um, 
Wolverine would be cool. I would I would put him as a Wolverine over a Deadpool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah. I mean, <laughs> at this point everybody's in this film. Actually, when you linked this and you didn't give me the uh a link, I kind of was kind of googling it a little bit to see like who's he who who's the new guy. And I didn't find this Carl Urban rumor. Mm. But it did um I did find this quote uh, from Sean Levy. Uh, oh. He he was at, did an interview with Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, and he said he says this about the rumors for Deadpool three. He said, "I'd rather not weigh in on on that, but I'll say this: the rumors of actors, singers, and sports stars who are all apparently in Deadpool three are <laughs> fabulous." If all I read was the internet, I would have the greatest cast ever assembled in the history of cinema. So I'll simply say that some of them are true and some of them are not. (laughs) Yeah. Which I think is obvious. Like we knew. This is the the exact same thing that happened with Multiverse of Madness. Like the craze going into Multiverse of Madness of who was going to show up and who wasn't and what was going to happen and what wasn't. Yeah. Right? Same with Spider-Man No but, Way Home. But this this seems... Okay. Multiverse of Madness, there was definitely some of that, right? Like the one of the big ones that we that we was touted, one of the big... Um, was uh, kind of theories, hopes, whatever you want to call it, was that... Um, Iron Man would be portrayed by Tom um, Cruise. Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Didn't get it for whatever reasons, <clears throat> whether it was going to happen or not. Um, what was the other one you just mentioned? Uh, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man. Spider-Man was just like rumors of two people. Well, big ru- and Venom. Big rumors. Big rumors. Uh, mm, uh, yeah, maybe a few others, but not... Not to this degree. Like, this is, like, next level compared to all of that. Oh, for sure. Right? For sure. Which ultimately is only going to lead to disappointment. Yeah. Because like, people, we're going to go into this film expecting, because we've because of the rumor mill, we're going to go into this film going, oh, I think they may still pop up. And yeah. then when they don't pop up, we're going to go, oh, I wish so-and-so had popped up. What the hell? Yeah. Like, I got... <laughs> I have a screen rant article pulled up here with like 12 rumored actors to be com- coming back to portray roles or p- portray new roles. And it's, it's an absurd list if they're all in the film. Like oh, yeah. some of them we've heard about some of them. Like I didn't hear about this one before, like Wesley Snipes coming back to play blade. What? Yeah, I doubt it. That's uh, just now we're just at a, Julian, you know, Julian Mahan coming back to play Victor Von Doom. David Taylor Hasselhoff Swift. showing up as Taylor as Swift Fury. Gonna be, is going to be playing Dazzler. <gasps> Can like, you imagine? Like, Can you imagine David there's Hasselhoff? There's no way all these people are in this film. The film would you, have an insane budget. Can you unless, imagine if David Hasselhoff came back and played Nick Fury? Oh, that'd be crazy. Right? But, unless, and then you had an, a scene with him and Sam Jackson together? Yeah. The only way I can see any of, like, if even... 75% of these rumors are true, which is a lot <laughs> for 
for the amount of people rumored to be in this film. If 75% of them are in there, they're going to be small. Like, I bet you they will be small bit parts similar to what we got in the first Deadpool. Was it the first one or the second one where they had the room of the X-Men and for just a brief second, they shut the uh, door. The second one. Yeah. yeah. And, and the second one was also had Brad Pitt. Because he like, makes a, a joke, right? He's it. he's like, oh, what? The studio couldn't shell out for a couple more X-Men? Like, what yeah. the hell? Why is this house so empty? Right. So, yeah. so, like, they probably paid those actors. But I don't. do you know the story of how he got Brad Pitt? Uh, no. He, like, he either gave him a phone call or he saw him at some thing and was like, hey, you want to be in the movie? He's like, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, what what should I pay you? He's like, ah, oh, nothing. Give me a cup of coffee. It was it was like, give me a cup of coffee kind of deal. <laughs> I think a very similar thing happened with Chris Evans showing up in Free Guy, where he's like sitting in a coffee shop. Yeah, do you remember that uh, shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think, I think it was just, a very he's similar. Like spits up his coffee when he sees the shield. Yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. like, I because I've 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 watched a thing behind the scenes where it was like yeah Chris was just in town for a couple of days shooting something else and we were able to make it work with schedules and and whatever and I bought him a cup you know. of coffee yeah. I took the coffee yeah. he spit out <laughs> so funny but yeah it's All oh right. man like Ryan Reynolds is setting new Hollywood standards by getting actors to portray characters on film for a cup of coffee <laughs> oh yeah exactly yeah it's yeah. probably not helping the strikes um okay <laughs> So, (laughs) moving on to our final topic. Uh, We talked last week or the week before about the Lando series, the Disney Plus upcoming, forever upcoming Lando series, starring, um, uh, uh, oh, um, the Childish Gambino guy. What's... um, Carl (laughs) <laughs> Sean Connery uh, Childish Gambino is um, I know but it's pissing me off uh, Donald Glover Donald Glover played Lando Calrissian in Solo and was supposed to be getting his, his own Disney Plus spinoff show then there was some weird stuff with the who's writing it and is there a script and what's happening. And then it came out not long ago that Donald Glover is actually writing it. And we're like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, and I voiced at the time, and I think you kind of largely agreed with me, that I just, I just don't care about a Lando nope, series. Yep, I don't like, care. I just don't care. Like, I've seen, you know, he's a cool enough character. Uh, I I didn't going into solo. I didn't need anything else about Lando. Answered they answered it anyways. I didn't mind it. It was kind of like okay. You see Lando lose the Falcon to Han and stuff. I guess that was like the one thing from the past that we we're like oh okay like that must have happened at some point. How did it? How'd that go down? But I don't have any more Lando questions. Well, it has now been confirmed. Not only rumored, but confirmed by Donald Glover himself that this Lando series is not happening because it's actually being developed as a film, as a theatrical film. And listen, 
this is a good thing for the production because it means that there will be more money thrown at it, more resources, more like it 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 it'll turn out it has the potential to turn out better because it's now a bigger budget thing and and you're not going to take a story that should be 2 hours and try to stretch it out into 8 but i still don't care and 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 it kind of now instead of being uh, you know it's a disney plus show you know blah 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 like okay it's interesting it's it's world building it's you know whatever i'm aching for a star wars movie I'm aching. And I really just don't want to waste a Star Wars movie on Lando. Like, yeah. what are they thinking? I'm not Especially go to after, to like, watch a Lando we, movie. we just finished, well, you may have to, but we just <laughs> finished, we just finished talking about how, um, about how Solo didn't even make $400 million. And so now a show or a movie, rather, a movie that is essentially a solo spinoff, how is anyone at Lucasfilm thinking that this is going to perform any better than Solo did financially? It's it's absolutely asinine. It's moronic. I don't understand why this is happening. It it, it it's just dumb. It's just flat out the stupidest news that has come out of Star Wars in a very long time. Carl, how excited how excited are you for this new Lando film? Huh? Well, wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> right? Sorry, I, I zoned out there for a minute. I stopped caring, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, again, you didn't share a link here, so I was forced to Google. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And... Um, this seems to be like the thing that pops up in Google says that his brother says this. No, he 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 has said it as well. I does he? I should have okay. found. I should have sent you the thing. But Stephen yeah, Glover says Donald Glover is Star Wars. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I don't care either way. I, yeah, I'm. I'm going to break contract and not spend money on it. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ultimately, like there is an there is an upside to it. Maybe this film will be great, right? Maybe it'll be great. And I would rather spend twelve dollars on a cheap night and be out two hours of my life to watch a Lando thing than spend six weeks tuning in for an hour every week to watch it and then do you know what i mean it'll be it'll be one two-hour thing 12 bucks one review and and then we're done versus six podcast episodes where each episode starts with i i still don't know why this show exists (laughs) like i still don't know what's happening i've proposed alternate theory uh, Hmm? an alternate uh approach to this if it comes out as a movie or a show, we just okay. skip it because nobody's going to listen to it anyway. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. It's, I mean, it. knowing Star Wars, this thing is like six years out and may not even end up happening. So 
ultimately it may not matter, but yeah, it's just what a boneheaded move. Yeah. What a boneheaded move. This film's not going to make any money. This feels like (laughs) coming back around to an earlier conversation. This feels like a Kathleen Kennedy decision. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that if it's greenlit for a film, it's got her fingerprints on it. (laughs) I mean, she would have to agree to it. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean it was her idea. No, but I mean, she's 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 green lighting it one way or another. (laughs) Like she could easily go. Nobody wants this. He's not he's not a main character. No. Nobody yeah. wants this. People want Skywalkers. Turn this. Or maybe off. she, maybe she's on her way out, and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna F burn the ship down. <laughs> F you. Yeah. You want to make a film? Sure. Here's some money. You want to make a film? Sure. Here's some money. <laughs> yeah. You want the? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as my last, as my last action as reigning president, I would like to announce the Buzz Droids film. <laughs> This will be Star oh, Wars' biggest production budget yet. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's the news. Yeah. Yeah. Thank that's... thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all listed below. We have a Patreon page where you can support us for as little as one dollar a month and unlock some great rewards for yourself in return. And we have a merch page. Yes. We have things for sale. Such as shirts and hats. Yes. Those very legal disclaimery sounding. Yes. Those are yeah. Those are things we have for sale. You those can, are you things can, you, you can, can buy them with money. We'll take yeah, money. And, and then wear them. Or don't. I mean, once you buy them, we don't care what you do with them. Ultimately. You can, you can make effigies of Brady and burn them. And why me? Because I don't want to. Why me? Because not me. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. Yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs>